Studio 3.0, and we are not finished with it yet. But we're not stopping. We got trending comics to discuss. Another week, another list. Holiday season. Hit the subscribe. Slap that like button because we have 10 comic books to discuss as we approach the holidays. I start thinking of like Christmas-themed books. What about you guys? Oh, absolutely. My favorite has to be Batman 239 where he dresses up as Santa Claus for the classic Neil Adams cover. I'm a fan of Action Comics 1005, that Francis Manipal variant where he's bringing toys to kids. Superman with that sack Oh, gifts. I think of Green Lantern 36 at this time of year. Green Lantern, kind of a bondage cover. I mean, we have him wrapped up in those Christmas lights, a little Kirby crackle. And at the list at number 10, hit the like and subscribe. We're here every seven days for the comic fam. We have another comic to add to this list. Joker, the man who stopped laughing, number three. The Lieber Mayo Joker as Santa variant. Hitting $9 average sales, $20 for a high raw sale. The one in 25 variant of this issue is selling in less quantity for less money than this variant. This is definitely a book that you're going to find on the shelf of comic shops. This is just a normal variant. It is not a ratio, but people are really looking for it because it is so creepy. DC does a great job with the Christmas covers, and they are releasing a lot of holiday-themed variants this year. This just happens to be the one everyone's looking for. This is also the third issue of the current run of The Joker, The Man Who Stopped Laughing by Matthew Rosenberg, which is carried over from James Tynan's recent run on Joker that just wrapped up. So if you want to, you can start reading this with issue one. You don't need to read any of the Tynan run. Clean jumping on point for a Joker comic, if that's your thing. And that run was more of a focus on Jim Gordon. If you are looking for a more focused Joker narrative, now's your time to jump on board. If you enjoy learning about comic books, funny books, trending books, spec investing, or just cataloging your own collection, support the show by downloading Key Collector Comics. Enhance your comic collecting. Code Tom 101 will unlock a free two-week subscription of the app. You get full access to this list before we hit the mic. And there are 10 other comic books that made the trending 20 that we don't discuss on this video, but you have to know where they landed. At the list at number nine, I'm guessing it's because of Guardians of the Galaxy. Number nine in the list, Thor number 134. We are seeing a $650 average sale and a recent high sale, CGC 9.2 for $1,073. This is the first appearance of the High Evolutionary and we just saw the new Guardians of the Galaxy trailer featuring Chikwudi Awuji as the High Evolutionary. We saw a 167% increase in copies sold compared to last week for this comic and there are 1,312 total graded copies on the CGC census. Seven of them are at a 9.8. We haven't seen one sell since July 2018 where it set a record for $5,005. Getting a little nervous, guys. I mean, it appears that they may be killing off Rocket Raccoon, but they're putting it in front of our faces a little too much. Like, is this just a red herring? I think someone's going to die. That's the vibe I got from that trailer. It's very, like, somber and, like, tense and I don't know. But if you talk about Rocket dying, it reminds me of the cover of Donnie Cates' Guardians of the Galaxy issue number seven. Rocket's little bloody paw print on the on the on the window there. Also interesting because we got word from Key Collector that Chuck Woody Awuji, high evolutionary, although it appears that he's gonna be the main antagonist. The sources say that he is not the main bad guy. This trailer is filled with so many little Easter eggs that I'm really excited to see come to fruition. Adam Warlock, obviously, we know we're talking about High Priestess, and there are rumors that we could see some Galactus Silver Surfer tie-ins. And now I'm feeling old. It's been two years since Thor number six has come out. We have this on the list at number eight. This is the second printing, Nick Klein cover, which was a wraparound, but pulled from the inside of the book, a vision 
bestowed by the Black Winter, showing Thor what he was going to see during his time of demise. And so much spec spiraled out of the pages of this book. And we just got our first update. Not about Mjolnir covered in infinity gems, but of the gauntlet that was in his other hand. So I remember two years ago getting super pumped, turning this last page of Thor number six and seeing this two-page spread. Thanos with Mjolnir covered in infinity stones, surrounded by Marvel zombies behind him. And he also has this weird kind of new black gauntlet on his left arm that I didn't really pay much attention to. And it had this little black stone on the center of the gauntlet, which we learned this week uh, in the one-shot Thanos death notes. That's a new infinity stone. Oh, snap. A brand new infinity stone has been introduced to Marvel lore, courtesy of the new Thanos death note one-shot that dropped this past week, spiking up the second print 350%. We are seeing $15 average sales, high sales, hovering around the $60 mark for a 9.8. As with most recent Marvel books, the second printings generally have a lower print run. This was a massive book when it came out, and they had a 1 in 100 black and white variant. So a ton of shops bought a bunch of these and subsequently got a bunch of these slabbed. We're seeing 1,081 total slabs, and 1,043 of those are 9.8s. So these were not readers sending them in. These were a lot of shops buying a bunch of them, which is why I think we were seeing highs of 138 in the middle of last year, June 2021, and absolute lows of $40 right now. Thor travels to the moon of Titan, Thanos' homeworld, to discover more information about this future he's trying to prevent. And through rummaging through Thanos' father's file cabinet, he discovers the existence of an additional infinity stone. You have to read Thanos' death notes issue number one. This one shot is worth picking up. And big congratulations to our Whatnot Squad member, Davis Ryder. Shout out Mellow Fellow CBSI putting out their own. Davis Ryder's first Marvel cover teaming up with Ken Lashley. Well done. Number seven on the list, a book that is perpetually relevant, Daredevil number 254. This is the first appearance and origin of Typhoid Mary. We are seeing $25 average sales and a recent high sale in the last week and a half, $550 for a CGC 9.8. That is much higher than we've seen in quite some time, but this book has been one we've been talking about for a while now. So we're seeing a 375% increase in copies sold compared to this book last week. Uh, and it's because of the casting of Margarita Laviva in Daredevil Born Again. Casting suggests that we're going to see a love interest introduced in this long series, the longest Disney plus Marvel series to date. Here's the thing. We were introduced to Typhoid Mary in Iron Fist season two. So are they recasting? It sounds like they may be. Out of all the castings we've had so far for Daredevil, the only two from the original show on Netflix that we know are coming back, Matt Murdock, Wilson Fisk. Everybody else that has been announced as cast for this show, they have either not said who they're playing or they're playing somebody new that was not in the original series. I want to see Deborah Ann Wall reprise her role as Karen Page. I want to see the same Foggy Nelson. Typhoid Mary? Eh, I can slide. You're not a big Iron Fist season two fan, Tom? I want to know in the comment section below, is anyone a big Iron Fist season two fan? I thought the Typhoid fan? Mary stuff in Iron Fist season two was handled pretty well and was one of the one of the better parts of that season of TV, but there we go. So Margarita was cast. However, this is purely speculation. There is no confirmation that she's going to portray Typhoid Mary, although it'd be really cool to see her again on screen. This book at a 9.8 has hit lows nearing that $300 marker. 9.8 newsstands hitting 625, pretty close to the $500 high 
that Russ reported on. And that's not all, because in the same news that broke that Margarita Laviva was cast as Daredevil Born Again, we also got news that actress Sandrine Holt was cast in Daredevil Born Again, which brings us to number six on the list, Uncanny X-Men 229 from 1988. This classic Sylvester cover is going for $12 average sales and a recent high sale in a CGC 9.8 of $99. Now, three months ago in September, we saw a 9.8 going for $165. But if you want to look at the all-time high, $288 in June of 2021, when we had Falcon and Winter Soldier fueling all of this Madripoor speculation. This book is seeing a 700% increase in copies sold compared to last week. And just like the last entry on this list, this book is spiking because of a news article that announced... Comic Butch in the house. (laughs) Hi, Butch. This book is spiking because of the announcement of Sandrine Holt joining the cast of Daredevil, born again in an undisclosed role, potentially a love interest for either Matt Murdock or Wilson Fisk. You know, Butch is showing up on Tiger Tiger spec, guys. Tiger Tiger is the queen pin, if you would, of Mad Rapport. And the speculation is that Kingpin may be doing some dealings with someone in this location filled with criminals. And just like the last entry on the list, again, we have two actresses cast for Daredevil Born Again. We don't know anything about the roles they're playing. They might be love interests for Matt Murdock, Wilson Fisk. Maybe they're going to recast Wilson's girlfriend, Vanessa. You know, we don't know if they're recasting anybody for this show. But there's, there's really not a whole lot to go on for this one, so spec carefully. And what's this at number five? IDW announcing a slew of independent comics getting option status. We have Lodger, issue number one, debuting in 2018. Full disclosure, I read issue one over a year ago, and I did not understand it. It was one of those comic books that after you read it, you had to reread it and then maybe read it again. Or keep going to really get a grasp. David Latham, the writer and artist of Lodger, also wrote Stray Bullets, and it was definitely one of those, the more layers of the onion you unpeel, the better you're going to understand it. $8 average sales and a high raw sale of $10 for this copy of Lodger number one. We have a thousand percent increase in copies sold, and listen to this announcement. We have, with showrunners attached, multiple indie books to discuss. Corgi number one. Option, Relic of the Dragon, option, Satellite Falling, which sounds pretty damn cool and is also on the trending 20. I think between that and Lodger, those are the most exciting to be on this list. The one that I'm most excited about is Bacchus. This has been Eddie Campbell's major project since like the late 1980s. And the fact that it's now optioned under the IDW umbrella. Good job, Eddie Campbell. Like from hell, Eddie Campbell? Yeah. Okay. That guy. Okay. Right? This kind of stuff is always cool. Options, status, get spec moving, people buying comics. But it's also a great opportunity to get reminded or introduced to comics that you may have missed. A lot come out. And Satellite Falling sounds very intriguing. Yeah, it does. I was looking forward to that. And uh, you also got to remember, too, IDW has four other series in the works right now. They're optioning uh, Dark Spaces, Wildfire, Earth Divers, The Delicacy, and Brutal Nature. So between... All of these, they got 10 different comics in the works right now. You just got to cross your fingers and hope that like one of them actually sticks and makes it on TV. When independent titles take that next step to the screen, they typically land hard. Keep up with all of this comic news. It's a lot to keep up with by downloading Key Collector Comics. There's things like the key alerts that will be sent to you so that you're notified as soon as any updates happen. Can you guys believe it? We're already at number four. Number four. Number four. The Incredible Hulk, number 271. That is the uh, second appearance of Rocket Raccoon and his first ever cover appearance. Yo, this is a tough white cover. 
This book is very difficult to get in high grade, absolutely, which is why $215 average sales, but a CDC 9.8 is going for $1,030. The newsstand 9.8 high was reached in June of this year for $2,100. And this is also the first appearance of Lila, the otter, the love interest of Rocket Raccoon, who we saw a Easter egg of back in Guardians of the Galaxy 1. And in the trailer, we're seeing either a flashback of their time together or possibly a rekindling. Yeah, we don't know based on, you know, the trailer that we have, but we saw Rocket and Lila, I believe they were hugging in the trailer. They were they were interacting in some way. So yeah, it's a flashback or it's taking place in the present day. Either way, it'll be cool to see some other modified little, little critters in this movie. I, I don't know if it'll be cool or horribly depressing and heartbreaking, but probably both. We're definitely seeing this like planet that's likely been created by high evolutionary, similar to how it was in the comic books. And yeah, these animal hybrids occupy this very Earth-like place. I can't wait for Guardians 3. May 5th, 2023 cannot come soon enough. And what's this at the list at number three? Join the mystery mail call, by the way. This is one of our best months to date. Demon Wars, Shield of Justice. We have Peace from Oka going in, one per box with an MMC exclusive. We have David Mack on Ninja Funk. That's right. We have trade dress, virgins, foils, and medals going out at random. We also have a Mr. Easta, Johnny the Homicidal Maniac variant, an homage done by Nate Johnson going in one per box with virgins going out at random. ComicTom101.com to support this show directly. Give me an excuse to send you comic books every single month. And damn it, Ryan, for someone who doesn't spec on comics, you do a pretty damn good job. You give me too much credit. Uh, I just get a lot of books. I get a lot of books every week. <laughs> That's really the secret is just get like every comic and everything. then you'll get lucky. And some of them uh, get options like this one, Marjorie Finnegan, Temporal Criminal, number one, coming out in 2021. This is an eight issue miniseries from AWA, my favorite publisher. All right. So this is an increase of 1900% and there are a lonely nine copies on the CGC census. So not only was nobody specking on this book, no one thought that this was going to happen we did a review of this comic book. It was like seven minutes long and we couldn't really talk about it at all it's because graphic. it was so graphic. It was so controversial that if this hits the screen before something is killing the children, there's just something wrong. Tom, the fact that it's called something is killing the children is probably why they're not moving forward with it. But the stuff inside this book, oh my gosh, it has to be seen to be believed. And for $8 average sales, you can pick up a copy. We even saw a CGC 9.8 go for $60, but that was a buy it now. So keep in mind that if someone places these for auction, you may see it go drastically higher or drastically lower, depending on how much people have faith in this spec. My recommendation, go easy on the graded versions of this because there's so few of them. Be patient because people are sending in all their copies right now. Now that the news has happened, they're going into their back issue bin, pulling out their copy they picked up from their LCS because, hey, Garth Ennis wrote it. That's true. It's a very fun book about a girl who just wants to time travel to different eras of history and steal a bunch of jewels and rubies and all kinds of gold. And her sister is a time cop and it's a constant game of cat and mouse. It's fun, but it's so vulgar that it's hard to believe that'll hit the screen unless it's maybe an animation. That's what I visualized in my head when we were talking about this over a year ago. I was like, this could work as like a Rick and Morty style adult animated series maybe. I have trouble seeing this in live action, but... I want to see it regardless, so make it happen. And next on the list, at number two, Infinite Crisis, number five, the first appearance of the third Blue Beetle 
in costume. This is seeing $60 average sales, 9.8 sitting $230. This book has dropped a lot. The record high was $550 back in 2021 when we found out about this at the time HBO Max movie that has now been shifted to being put on the big screen. And with all the DC cuts that have been made, this movie is moving forward. There's a 300% increase in copies sold this week because we now have a movie poster for the Blue Beetle movie. People need to keep in mind that there are actually two covers for this book. The main one that everyone seems to be specking on is the Jim Lee cover because Jaime Reyes, the Blue Beetle, is right on the cover. There is the cover B that is a George Perez cover. It's a Superman-focused cover, and that is going for egregiously low. There was a Buy It Now that just went for $50 in a CGC 9.8. That is so low. It's still the first appearance of the third Blue Beetle. Beetle. It is still a very highly sought after book and really raws of that go for 25 to 30 bucks. So guys, if you want a sleeper book, check out the George Perez variant of Infinite Crisis number five. This book has been undervalued and underrated for far too long. And it's a George Perez key DC book that's going to be hitting the screen. And then earlier this year when we had David Zaslav take over as the new CEO of Warner Brothers Discovery and he came in swooping in with his Homelander laser laser vision and cutting the cutting all these projects everything. from the DC budget, Batgirl was canceled immediately and that movie was basically ready to go. They filmed it and everything. It was done. Yeah. And same with Blue Beetle. It was in basically the same process along in the production Blue Beetle was kept. Batgirl was canceled. It was very strange to me. They canceled the Batman relevant, you know, associated project, but not Blue Beetle, who somebody nobody really knows about. A lot of casual people aren't familiar with Blue Beetle. Sounds like there's some like wishful thinking here. It bodes well for the quality of the movie to me. So I'm, I'm a little cautiously optimistic that this movie will be good. Hit the like, slap the subscribe button. We're here every seven days for the comic familia. And at the list at number one, we have... Adam Warlock leading it. You knew it'd be him. Number one on the list, Fantastic Four 67, Silver Age Jack Kirby goodness. This is the first cameo appearance of Adam Warlock as him in the cocoon. $1.5,000 average sale, and we're seeing a recent high CGC 9.4 for $2,400. That is still really, really far away from the all-time high of a CGC 9.8, $17,000, but that was set back in 2018, and it doesn't matter how much we've specced and talked about Adam Warlock. The fact that we're now seeing, and we know that he's coming in Guardians of the Galaxy 3, if a 9.8 hits, it's going to be astronomical. At last we learn what lives within the cocoon we have him later to be known as adam warlock courtesy of the high evolutionary featured in this comic book that's also white difficult to acquire in high grade now we know based off of inside sources that high evolutionary is likely not going to be the main antagonist could it be adam warlock I guess he's going to be a villain. It's really hard to to judge based off of the trailer. Will Poulter as Adam Warlock was in that trailer for like two frames and you don't, you don't really have a lot to go off of, but he's either going to fight the Guardians in this movie and die. He could just he could just be a one-shot appearance. That's like happened Margo. before? Exactly. Uh, he could fight the Guardians and then switch sides and join them as a hero. Kind of like a Namor style. I kind of think that's what they're going to do. That feels like it worked already. It's closer you know? to the comics, you know, that's or he fights them and then uh, continues to fight them and just remains a villain in the future movies as well, assuming they don't kill him off in this movie. Adam, to the slate of antagonists, I want to know what the community thinks about this in the comment section below, as well as this 9.4 selling for $2,400. This year, when Will Poulter was announced, 
The book hit heights, the record price at 4,800. This book is down 50%. Is this a time to buy? Let me know. Help your fellow comic fan members know in the comment section below. And as always, geek responsibly. Enough? Said comic fam this weekend is NerdyCon. Danielle from Nerdy Girl Comics is hosting her first comic book convention. And if you're in the Florida area, you can go there in person or you can do what I'm doing and join her virtually on the best new place to buy and sell collectibles. It's called Whatnot. Take a look at all of the books that are going to be auctioned this weekend starting at a dollar. That's amazing. Link in the description and take a look at these two other videos. We made them for you. Have a great week.